0: the youtube's favorite comic book channel cartoonist kayfabe my name is ed piscor i'm jim Rugg. we have a very special video uh to show you today some of our bounty from uh, from heroes con but we want to let you guys know about cartoonist kayfabe comic book christmas in july this is our effort to build a uh, comic book readership comic book awareness the way that we're doing that is the last saturday in july jimmy jimmy myself and last year over a thousand other people uh participated in this event we're going to the free little lending libraries in our neighborhoods and we are uh dumping comics into them got some emails already from people who are like dude i'm gonna put an omac number one into a free little lending library and blow somebody's fucking mind so that's the game we're playing i'm putting some dragon ball comics in there uh it's gonna be fun we did it last year lots of people participated hashtag us uh at us on Instagram whenever you post yours we'll re-share that stuff it's been great. Now, uh, we have a Patreon and uh, this is a video that is going to be kayfabe affected. I'm quite sure I prepared Jason L at Floating World to get those boxes ready to go because we got a fantastic story to tell but uh, our King Kayfabers on the Patreon get our videos before anybody else Uh, it mitigates the kayfabe effect and gives you an easier time of getting the comics we talk about at the cheapest prices so consider uh participating in in, and contributing to cartoonist kayfabe that way without further ado let's take a look at the comic book works of robert nunn jimmy earthman is uh the cover piece but there's actually three comics in the floating world reprint and it just so happens that you have an original copy now i want to uh point something out because they sold it reasonably well on this back cover here's what makes it so special Robert Nunn born in the 1930s he drew these comics in the 1970s totally of pure intention they he didn't do anything with it his lovely wife came across the pages maybe in the attic or something and she decided to publish the books in the 1990s there were two earthman and torch Uh, 500 copies a piece with the express purpose of just selling them through one local shop jimmy just happened to have a freaking copy so jimmy has one of the 500 which is an amazing thing uh to to go down and you know this this was a this is a power comic so that's evan husney and crew uh they have a youtube channel and a little small imprint at floating world where they've been do unearthing old outlaw comics and uh giving them some reprints man i was talking with evan just yesterday and i'm like dude do you realize that the robert nunn story is it's apt pupil minus the nazi shit? (laughs) because uh evan he is executive producer helps put together dark side of the ring for vice and tales from the territories on vice and he's developed this aptitude. He could be a private investigator. He, he developed this aptitude of, of finding people. If you're alive, he could find you, man, using weird uh, internet techniques. And this is a comic that spoke to him, excited him. There were some, date, some addresses and stuff in the back of like Earth, man.
1: Well, there's a lot missing. You know, like There's an address there, but there's no year. You know, there was a lot of missing right. information in this that he went on the hunt for.
0: Yes, uh, but very quickly discovered that robert nunn is alive and when you look at this work it's very much rooted in the golden age you know it's got buck rogers components uh we'll look at it in a minute but um well i guess we could look at it while we talk but evan and crew they they found this guy and the way it's worded in the uh front front piece and and the and the back matter is that uh when they found out that this guy's alive in like 92, 93 years old, like the next day they went to Delaware or whatever yes. to, to go to go find him. And the apt pupil part is that they brought like some magic markers and some pens and paper. And this 92 year old guy who made two comics 50 years ago, just up and made another comic without much
1: prompting this video is brought to you by the cartoonist kayfabe patreon you can join at three different levels get early access to our videos to offset the kayfabe effect and at the king kayfaber level you get access to all of our videos early and the recording session live it is also brought to you by the books that we make my latest self-published book true crime funnies is now available on my website jimrug.com I am actually having a summer sale offering up some of my past comics that have been unavailable online, including my Blacklight comic, Octobriana 1976, my Wrestling Zine, a collection of wrestling art and covers that I've done over the years, as well as uh, screen prints and out-of-print zines and mini-comics like Rambo 3.5, While Supplies Last. Ed Piscor's upcoming books include the Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus. You see the cover proof here. This is going to be a beautiful book. Over 500 pages, including 140 extra pages, plus all of the Hip Hop Family Tree strips. This will be in time for the holidays this year, and it'll be the book of the holidays. There's also an upcoming X-Men Grand Design trilogy collection. All three volumes of X-Men Grand Design coming out later this year from Marvel in one handy volume. These have gone in and out of print, so if you need X-Men Grand Design in your life, and you do, that is the easiest way to pick that one up. Pre-order it now. And Red Room Crypto Killers. Number one, this is the start of the third and final season of Red Room. These are coming out now monthly, so get those on your pull list. Let your comic shop know that you want to subscribe to Crypto Killers. And issue number three, which is coming out next, has a backup featuring a new set of characters that Ed will be working on for the foreseeable future. So could be a uh, great rock key to add to your collection. And now back to our video
0: yeah within a couple of weeks he had pages pages in hand (laughs) he fell back into the old ways you know what's great about this comic is the readability of it is something that is lacking in almost all outlaw comics clarity and things there's an overabundance of dialogue overabundance of wordage and this is a exceptional read when it comes to these outlaw comics but it also makes me appreciate the outlaw works of ben merritt even further because like one of the things that he was uh really good at leaning into is the show and tell aspect of the dialogue and what you are seeing done in the panel
1: yeah well said makes it very easy to follow but as evan says in that intro makes it hard to place this in a time that's
0: true yeah because it really does look like it comes from from the uh, 30s or something yeah and he was describing
1: even like the sentences are sort of like you know weird english yeah uh not exactly broken english but just an oddity to it which something i love in these kinds of comics it's what i want it's what i love about the self publishing is that you can get that person's vision it's almost like the room or something yeah someone who maybe doesn't have the technical skills to do the polished version but in comics that doesn't really stop you
0: i was thinking of ed wood yes Uh, yeah this is very ed wood like when when looking at it because uh there isn't very a very low barrier to entry it's just time and discipline energy to like get the work done uh and then you get to see what a raw vision is i would read a thousand of these more than i would read like a marvel and dc comic that is just like that same basic kind of thing you're getting into this guy's head and what is fun about this Earthman story is that you can tell that you know he's trying to develop surprises and pops and stuff like that so he's not making this up as he goes there's a structure to it in a way of course when you get introduced to this lady umpire right but she's clearly not and then you see that there is just like one absolute beauty there's one chick who's like a mid carter she's a what do they call it a tweener <laughs>
1: <laughs> mid carter
0: <laughs> she's she, she's a tw- she's a tweener in wrestling speak you know she could be a heel or a face and then you have this like sea hag lady and this guy is so kind of uh wholesome that he he's like, oh, I'm gonna get these guys. I'm gonna get these readers. They're gonna think that that's the vampire, but you know we've seen it all before. It's such a
1: classic horror movie type villain. Yeah, that that old lady, that old hag look.
0: Totally. Here's your uh, Buck Rogers kind of components. There's a uh, there's a meme floating on a. It's a video on on uh, Instagram. I come across it twice. It's a movie from like the 20s or 30s, and it shows a transformation before you like your eyes on the camera where the person takes off a wig and the skin turns super haggard and shit like and it's not it's not a dissolve in the film or anything it's um, can i guess yes change in lighting but a reactive makeup oh, okay. to that change in lighting so it's like a light gel and then it makes this skin like look crazy and like little shit under the That's eyes so clever and for an effect you gotta see it it's it's pretty great
1: you know, he does a good job, too, with some of these panels. Like, there's a lot of classic panels and a fair amount of variety. You know, get a close-up in there. Get a one-shot. Get these characters in, in uh, silhouette the together. St- the
0: storytelling is not bad. It just, uh, you use that term, American naive. Yeah. And that's, that's all over this.
1: Yeah, definitely. It makes me wonder, and it's not totally uh, covered <laughs> in here, but how must this guy have responded whenever,
0: like, a couple of kids show up? decades later being like dude love your work I tell you man apt pupil dude <laughs> <laughs> apt pupil so uh in the end the, be- the beautiful uh damsel in distress is in fact the vampire and then at the last minute it becomes procedural and i love it there, it goes into this whole thing about about the crosses this is how this page is how this guy was able to tell it, that she was a vampire the whole time and it had to do with pinholes on her neck uh, uh since vampires thrive on blood, you made sure you were found on the street so you'd be taken to the doctor 's office to get a transfusion. I guess they don 't check your blood levels back in the <laughs> thirties to see that you know all your blood is in there, but a couple of pinholes will suffice, and this is the most ridiculous one. The phone was on the the west end when it was when it was hung up, but after Granny did something or other, she placed it on the east end, and that 's enough to uh reveal to Buck Rogers that this lady was a vampire. It's
1: amazing, like the two drawings of the phone, too. Didn't copy them, you know, didn't photocopy it like you might expect or anything, and arrows. Right. Like diagrams. Like this is a presentation, a PowerPoint he's <laughs> given. When he
0: when he starts getting to the end, he like he's really rushing to finish. You could you could see it. And I get that, man. Like Props to this dude for making a whole comic because when when I was starting out, I could barely get past page three before the skills would develop a lot more, and it would just be so ugly and I would come up with better ideas. So this color Earthman, this is the 90 year old guy apt pupil Evan and, and friends go visit him in Delaware, and the guy's old old uh synapses start firing. And it is incredible. It's it's pure. It looks like magic marker. Because the original art was so rough, like this stuff doesn't feel too much more degraded in terms of uh, line quality and things. It is fun to see him playing with the markers, and I like the limited
1: color use. Like they're still mostly white on the page.
0: I think that that's like one of those things too. That like uh, you know, with with logic and stuff. Like, well, these markers aren't infinite. Yeah, it looks like skinny markers. Like, <laughs> I can't fill in that sky. It really does look like the stuff that you would get at, like, the Reading is Fundamental fair in, in school. It's
1: so funny, too, in this extra story, because it's Earthman, you know, the the Buck Rogers-esque type character that he focuses on. But in my head, it's like, man, I like the vampire part. Yeah. that first one. <laughs> you may need to do, like, a focus group and see right. what, what part's resonating with your audience. It is great, though, and it's cool to see, like, apparently a high level of enthusiasm to jump into this at the chance to do a little bit more, to to revisit one of his popular characters.
0: I think think those guys showing up, I mean, this might answer the story, you know what I mean? Like, I think this guy got some revitalization like no other. This is, he's got Pep in his step.
1: Yeah, and I don't know whether he's still out there, but I hope he's watching this video right now. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Bob, if so, man, congratulations.
0: And I'm going to knock wood, but I feel like you know, getting these guys show up at your door and having that revitalized energy, I feel like that could add years to your life, man.
1: Could be, and maybe more books to come. The Cuckoo Saurus, Some of the creatures that are on this this planet. <laughs> this is like that,
0: like, Codex
1: whatever yeah. the fuck,
0: man, where he's just giving you a, a beastie area of the stuff that, like, lives in this crazy world. The red poo-poo tree. <laughs> Alright, now we're going to Torch, dude. This is the thing that Jack Chick never, never figured out, man. You gotta come up with a you gotta come up with a Christian superhero if you really want people to get behind your uh, your uh, dogmatic and retrograde views. Yeah, and I wonder if
1: I've seen this comic and passed on it because, like, this is a ridiculous looking comic. Totally, champion of superheroes. <laughs> it's Like Clarendon, I think, on your font there. Amazing. And I love this. Must be like the inside cover of the actual right. book. Yeah. Like uh, very ambitious. Look for more adventures of Torch.
0: Wasn't Torch that he revisited? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I don't know that his views have changed in all these years either. And this is, you know, anti-homosexual screed kind of thing. The lettering is much better. the The cartooning—I bet he did this after Earth Man. Absolutely, like the cartooning
1: looks like it's the next level.
0: Yeah, it's way sharper. I'm going to try to keep my eyes peeled for Evan's favorite panels. <laughs> Has something to do with him praying. Maybe it's an early one. Maybe it's an origin sequence. Uh it's this one. <laughs> it's nearly it's bone, you know. It
1: is. The marks on that carpet though, I don't know what those are. No. That is an
0: unusual looking mark.
1: Yeah. Like a fat marker on its side or something.
0: Like like the chisel marker. Yeah. You know you know what could get those marks is those calligraphy markers mm. that you would get in those sets.
1: Yeah, he's pulling out all kinds of stops on this. I love the choices to do, like, striped shirts. Um, You know, mixes up, you you get an external shot of the church, you know, and it's almost like a little kid draws it. It really is that naive style. Oh, yeah.
0: That's that's more of that stuff that that Mara would be able to uh, lean on.
1: And am I nuts to see Gilbert Hernandez and some, like, whenever our our big chested uh, heroine shows up. Right. Our temptress. Right, (laughs)
0: Can Torch stay on the path of God? You just know when he draws this guy, he's like, I gotta give him a gay mustache.
1: Yeah. That guy's questionable. They all got, um... Look, it's another one of these houses. I, I'm in love with these houses. Right, It feels like a Ben Mara house. Exactly. It's such the information though, it's like the icon of a house. It's, it really is effective comics. I don't know if Bob was thinking that, but it really is
0: effective comics. Stick into regular tiers and stuff. Six-tier grid, basically. Makes you wonder what kind of comics, like, he was looking at at this point. Like, did he know Jack Chick comics? That's a good question. It, it
1: wouldn't surprise me if he did. You know, they reference in the intro Al Hartley's Christian comics, the Spire comics. Right. But, um, again, I don't know whether that's something that comes out of none or not. If that was something he was conscious of, but there's definitely that sub. I have a I have a big Christian comic uh, section in my collection. Yeah. I find that stuff really compelling. So I would guess he must have known some of it. The the Chick Track stuff. Seems like that's ubiquitous once they start coming out. Yeah,
0: the, the word tract was even used in one of the panels there. Here's some of your weird marks here. You know, it is, he, like, in kind of like an amateurish fashion, as he, we get to the end of his stories, like, he, his enthusiasm, it's there's a powdering that happens. Like, he's really going for it, hardcore, spotting blacks, all kind of stuff. And then here, it's getting really, like, side view. It gets bogged down in exposition. Right. Which
1: is something I think a lot of uh, comics, if you're really concerned about that, have a problem as you get near the end where it's like, oh, i got to tie up all these. i got to answer all these questions. Right.
0: little Gil Kane montage sequence here. That's a funny reference.
1: (laughs) It does make me wonder what this guy's looking at. Yeah. Evan needs to do a follow-up interview with
0: him and get some influences down on the record. So this is the back cover to the Earthman book that's right and check this out check this out uh the new Earthman comic book uh, then please write to your local newspaper and ask them to put it in the paper ask them to write to American international newspaper syndicate and here's here's like the address like even that's a naive approach and and uh to this day like you you sort of there was very little information and this guy wasn't a New York cat like there's very little information back then so you had to kind of like Give, give it a go you figure it out and you had to do some real diligence to figure out how to uh how to make you know approach a syndicate where to find a syndicate all of that stuff it's the year 2023 we just came back from heroes con and there's still people who like have some acumen have some skill and have are very like naive in terms of like how to approach people what to do with it what kind of publishers would be interested in that kind of thing but we have access to all information now man Uh, but this is that amazing vestige of a time where fuck you didn't even know how these guys uh, what these guys used to ink
1: it's okay Fabe, if he's making up that syndicate and look at the signature man. He has the signature of the of the superstar. That's
0: it. Or the, or the rank amateur. Either way, but that is a lot of signature going on there. Yes, sir, man. So there it is. Dude a comic by a fucking 90 plus year old dude. The guys at Power Comics, Evan Husney and crew. This is not the first time they've done this kind of thing where where they they bring out some kind of comic. I think there's a collected John Tar that's being done which is ridiculous it's insane that that's happening man uh this is a dollar bin comic that uh, well a quarter bin comic that we that we all got because if i remember correctly is it an odd size
1: i think the first it, one it, yeah. yeah it
0: sticks up a little bit so you can't help but notice it in a uh in a quarter bin uh they're doing the collected versions of that and you know they reach out to these guys and find out that there's like yeah a, a second issue that has never saw the light of day or is in half progress or, or something like that and Evan and crew encourages them to finish the comic, and they put it out. That supplemental material
1: is so interesting. You know, it's, they did Vendetta, the, the uh, Red Buller. Steve McCardle Stuff. Um, very cool comics from the early 90s. Same deal. You know, track down the guy. It turns out he still has his, his original art, even. Uh, it's pretty interesting bringing this stuff out with the extra material. That's
0: the important part. Mm-hmm. That's the part that you need because it's really capturing... A wild period of time. Now this is as far outside as can be, because like all those other comics are within that black and white boom system. That you even no matter how shitty you were, you're probably able to make a couple of dollars because these these shops didn't want to miss out on the next Ninja Ninja Turtles. And there might, at the time there might have been four thousand shops. So if they all buy two copies, eight thousand for a a month's work, like that ain't that ain't bad chump change for a, for a guy. And uh, there, you know that's where most of that other stuff comes up from, but this is a very very special kind of comic with with all the um, extra baggage that's packed in there. And this this could have been on the cover. This could have been right there
1: yeah it, it probably
0: would have attracted a little more interest
1: but uh hey man that's why we do this channel you know showing off interesting comics and this is one of the more interesting comics that i've seen in the last recent time
0: very limited uh, print run on this kind of comic man so if you are the least bit interested in in it having this piece of kind of americana i i, I encourage you to order it sooner than later
1: i love the meta story too it's his wife publishes this in the 90s you know it's it's a guy who f- tried to be a published cartoonist and just did not get any bites his wife publishes this and then 30 years later some fans show up to republish it and and both the husband and wife both still around to kind of uh enjoy that 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 victory
0: yeah yeah i wonder if they have email addresses <laughs> Ever Ev- Ev- could send them a link good to go i am K okay, Faber's like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available uh, cartoonist Escape Fabe, Comic Book Christmas in July is our initiative to create more comic book readership. The way that we're doing that, hit up your free little lending libraries in town. Stuff those things to the gills with uh, comics. Grab a couple comics from the dollar bin or quarter bin in your neighborhood. Grab some of your doubles. Uh, grab some of your comp copies. If you are a working cartoonist, stuff those things with these fresh comics and allow for the possibility that some, somebody walks by there, sees an attractive comic book image, goes in there, reads the comic and gets hooked like a fiend man you know you give the first one free you give the first one free that's this is a real free comic book day by the way man comic book cartoonist kayfabe comic book christmas in july uh the patreon is there for the king kayfabers who want to mitigate the kayfabe effect and support the channel they're getting these videos earlier than everybody else we had uh about a five ten minute conversation offline before we recorded this to let all them to hit them all that You should probably grab this comic because they're going to be going fast. So uh, support the Patreon that way. Uh, Support the channel that way. But ultimately, the videos are brought to you by the books that we make. So Jimmy, let the people know what you have.
1: My latest comic, self-published in the vein of Earthman, True Crime Funnies. Uh, Debuted at Heroes Con last weekend. I've gotten a lot of messages asking how people can pick this up. And you can get it now on my website as of June 24th. While supplies last, I'm posting a bunch of my comics that are if not out of print, just haven't been offered before online. So True Crime Funnies is the main one. We've got a crime story leading off nonfiction and then two wrestling stories as backups, including Andy Warhol's Dalience with the Squared Circle. I'll be putting up my Blacklight Octobriana from uh, a couple summers ago. It was a Kickstarter. I've still got a few issues laying around, so you know, I'm putting up some of these oddities, basically stuff that I pulled out for Heroes Con. It's going to be available to everybody first come first serve starting June 24th, Saturday. This is my wrestling zine and I'll have some other stuff, uh, screen prints, posters, things of that nature, but some of them are in very limited quantities. So check it out Saturday and uh, pick up some of the Jim Rugg collection that you don't have
0: yet. The hip-hop family tree omnibus is coming sooner than later uh, in time for the holidays this year 504 pages it's going to encompass all four volumes of hip-hop family tree look at the size of this spine right there uh, we're going to put 140 pages new material in there that is not in those first four volumes lots of new artwork that i put in there uh, to make this book feel feel like a something brand new uh pre put in your pre-orders now we we got this thing off to press and there was a limited quantity. We had to guess what people uh, were going to show up for this, man. So there is a limited quantity of this first printing. Uh, get in sooner than later. We're also going to be, through Marvel Comics, putting out X-Men Grand Design Trilogy trade paperback. Uh, taking all of my X-Men Grand Design comics, putting them into one handy-dandy trade paperback so you can enjoy the, the entirety of uh, that project of mine. The comic that I'm putting out these days, though, is Red Room Crypto Killers and the first issue's out here it is right here we did the director's commentary not too long ago on the channel uh second issue should be coming out anytime now but i definitely encourage you guys to put in your orders uh for the third issue because that is going to be uh, an EDP p hotkey uh it it, it's has a backup story that is going to uh be the subject of the daily strip that i'm working on and uh I'm going to be working on that project for a while so their first appearance is going to be in crypto killers number three that's a, that's a hot tip to uh the king kayfabers out there jimmy but what else do we got going on subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe
1: e-newsletter at the links below this video you can also find cartoonist kayfabe t-shirts merchandise uh stickers and more at our spread shop that is also
0: linked under this video all good ways to support the channel give those marching orders jimmy we will be on our way read more comics